Hi, this is Sensei Joseph Hertzellers from Ohio Martial Arts. You know, most people know that martial arts is practical self-defense and getting people in fantastic shape. But people also know there's something more going on. There is this idea of learning to focus the mind. And this show is designed to address that third component, how people can focus their mind to get more of the things in life that they want and less of the things that they don't. Thanks for listening to my show. I hope you enjoy. Was there any movies that inspired you, or what? Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I would. T I will tell you this: that probably. I mean, I'm, I don't think I'm exaggerating. Probably 60% of the people that teach martial arts and practice martial arts for a long time, they're literally responsible for probably 60% of the martial arts population were inspired by Enter the Dragon. Like almost, it's this universal thing. It's like, I remember I was in the movies and it was in this thing and I saw this. And everybody was aware of martial art movies but there was nothing at that time like Enter the Dragon. Just nothing. It was like, like even then, can't you just see that he's like a lot better than those other guys that are making movies? Like nobody seemed to be able to see that. You know, we had, if you watch reruns of, you know, one of the, you know, obviously iconically great shows of all time, Star Trek. But if you look at the fight scenes from Star Trek or Wild Wild West, those are some great fight scenes. But they were all choreographed by the same half dozen people in Hollywood. And this strange Bruce Lee comes off of a ship from China and is doing stuff that nobody's ever seen. And what was interesting about Bruce Lee and, and, and is that he, he not only did it in movies, but he was a real martial artist that really fought people like it was a thing. And in fact, everybody in the MMA world today says, well, who was the first mixed martial artist? It was probably Bruce Lee because he was the one that says, I don't care what your style is. I'll learn from whoever will teach me. And the other thing is, and, and in fairness to Bruce Lee, he died very young. He died very young. And so some of the photographs of masters, and the reason that all of these masters are uh, up here at the front of the dojo is that it, 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 intrinsically they believed that there was something more to martial arts than just the physical. There was a mental component. There was a philosophical component. And that was really valuable. And they, they lived with that component. And if you read the writings of Master Lee, he did as well. However, he was a bit of a character in his 20s. Weren't we all? Weren't we all? I mean, God forbid that you had have practiced under Uishiba Sensei, who wrote The Art of Peace and really transformed the world of martial arts and talked about the idea of martial arts as moving energy through the body and enlightenment and all of this. And he's the most peaceful, pacifist person. But I have a feeling you wouldn't have liked him very much in his 20s. He probably was a pretty much a badass. I mean, that's just what almost every one of them were. But they got through that, and then they realized, now the, the fighting, I'm not interested in that anymore. There's got to be something more to this. And then they started searching for that something more, and they started finding more of it. Now, Bruce Lee did write a lot about those things. I don't know that, if his, that his life necessarily reflected those things. But, and there's no way of knowing, but in my mind, I promise you, had he lived to be 
50 or 60 or 70 or 80, you would have seen all of that and probably more because one of the things they say in Zen is how you do one thing is how you do everything. Make sense? Any other questions? Good. Are we doing well? Yes, sir. So let me give you three ways to have a good day. Three ways to have a good day. And if you implement these three tools, it'll not only help you have a good day, but it will also help you become better at your martial arts practice. And it goes without saying that these three things are also sort of part and parcel to your practice of martial arts. So the first principle is meditate. So everybody say meditate. Meditate. And, and the reason that it's really important to meditate is most of us understand this idea that if I focus my mind a certain direction and hold my mind in that direction long enough, it's not long before I start moving in that direction. In other words, I rehearse things mentally before they take shape in the physical world. So the example that we use for this is if you're riding your bicycle or your motorcycle and ahead of you in the road you see a pothole and you stare at the pothole and say to yourself, I don't wanna hit the pothole, I don't wanna hit the pothole, I don't wanna hit the pothole, the bike will inevitably run right into the pothole. So to avoid the pothole, what do you do? You choose the direction you wanna go and you lock your focus in the direction of where you wanna go. And if you keep your direction, your mind focused where you wanna go, you'll avoid those kinds of potholes. So the next and the natural question is, is then how do I control my mind enough that I can direct it where I want when I know there are many, 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 many potholes in life? And that is through learning to focus, learning to discipline the mind, learning to choose the thoughts that you wanna think on purpose. Now there's a little bit of a shortcut to this. And the shortcut is, is that when you feel a negative emotion, it means that in some way, shape or form, you are now focused on a pothole. Every time you feel bad, you're focusing on something that you ought not be focusing on. And if you feel bad long enough, inevitably, those potholes of life will start to show up for you in many different ways. Does that make sense? So now, we back up just a little bit. I'll tell you a quick story about this and this will illustrate my point. So, you know, not that long ago, I was sitting to meditate and I had some events and some things that had happened that had, had set this up, but in any case, I, whenever I meditate, or eat, almost every day, I sit, I drink a cup of coffee before I meditate, then I meditate, then I have a notebook, and I write down questions. And the questions so I can present this to my teacher. But the interesting thing is, is I have not yet gotten to my teacher with a single question. And the reason is because the very act of disciplining myself to write down the question and really consider the, the question, especially after meditation, the universe always answers it long before I can actually get to somebody, which is, a, a, and I've been doing this for years, years. I have reams of questions written down and most of the answers, but there's always new ones. There's always new ones. But in any case, so my point is simply this. I sit down to meditate and as I'm meditating, all of this negative thought starts churning up. Like, man, I can't, my mind wanders. Negative, I've been meditating for years. My negative thought starts coming up. Ugh. 
mind wanders back to meditation. I said, what is going on? What is going on? So as soon as I come out of meditation, what's the question? Why is negative thought churning up in the midst of my meditation? Why? That was the question. And it wasn't before my second cup of coffee that the universe said, because that's the way you're thinking even when you're not meditating. And when you're meditating, you're just still enough to notice. Let me say that again, because that's the way you were thinking all the time anyway. But when you took the time to meditate, your mind was finally still enough to notice. So what am I really trying to say about this? Here's the thing. Most of us go through our lives and we're not aware of our emotions at all because we're jumping from subject to subject to thing to thing. It's all over the place. And when you learn to meditate, what happens is your mind becomes really, really still and your sensitivity goes way, way up. And when your sensitivity goes way, way up, the very second you feel a negative emotion, you'll go, uh-oh, what was that? And then you'll go, I know what I was thinking. And sometimes you'll just laugh at yourself and you'll be able to literally step by step, piece by piece, go in and change the way you're thinking to get more of the direction of your life that you want. Does that make sense? When should you meditate? You should meditate probably as early in the day as you can. And the reason is, is there's a lot less negative thinking usually when you get out of bed in the morning. For a few split seconds, you, you forgot all about your ex-wife. All, all about her, it's all gone for a few seconds until you get up, you have that third cup of coffee, you hear something on the news, and then all of a sudden it's reactivated again. And then it's really hard to meditate at that point, all right? So, but I promise three things. So the second thing that you can do, and I think it's very helpful to have a really good day, is a thing that I call segment intending. And segment intending is this daily process of noticing that from moment to moment to moment that you're gonna be switching gears. For example, when everybody leaves today, you're all gonna get in your car. When you get in your car, you're gonna drive home. When you drive home, you're gonna enter your home. When you go to work, and so on and so forth. And if you'll just take five seconds from moment to moment to moment and ask yourself this one simple question. When I walk in the door, how do I wanna feel? When I sit down to eat, how do I want to feel? When I go to bed tonight, how do I want to feel? When I walk into the workplace, how do I want to feel? Not how do I want things to go, not how many sales do I want to make, not any of that, but how do I want to feel? And if you'll ask yourself that question again and again and again and again, you'll start gently guiding the decisions that you make to choose your joy above everything else. And then the third principle or the third point to having a good day, this is kind of like a negative one, but it's such a great one. It's probably maybe, maybe for some of you, the most useful that you can actually take out of here is to remember that when life hits you, and it will, when you're trying to learn EQ for the very first time and you're not getting the taps that you want, right? When you are thinking you may be ready for a rank test and I say, no, I don't think you're ready yet. You have to wait till the next time. When you get into a problem, whatever that problem might be, don't try to solve it then. Let it go. Go back to your daily practice. Go back to your meditation. And let the answer come when you're in a different state. And the reason that we say to do this is because the vibration of a problem and the vibration of the solution are two totally different spots. 
two different places. So those are the three things. Learn to meditate, make that a deep part of your practice. When we start every single class, we say that meditation is the foundation of all true martial arts. And that sounds like a bold statement, but it's not really a statement. It's a stolen statement because every single master of every single art said the exact same thing. So we're just repeating what they said. So learn to meditate. Everybody say meditate. meditate. The second was weird. It's weird language. We call it segment intending. But really what we're saying is, is that when you go from moment to moment to moment, keep asking yourself the question before you go into anything new. Ask yourself the question, how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel? How do I want to feel? And then the third thing to remember that we'll kind of close on is just simply this idea that when, when life hits you and you know that it will, Stop trying to solve your own problems because this is not the time to solve your problem. Because the more you try and solve a problem, the worse it's going to get, the worse it's going to get, the worse it's going to get. Instead, wait until you're in a happier state. Wait until you're distracted. Wait until you're feeling good again and let the universe supply those answers. They're all in your unconscious mind and they will come forth if you'll just allow them. Make sense? Thanks a lot for listening to my show. Here's what's happening right now at Ohio Martial Arts. So coming up on February the 8th is our next rank test. If you're eligible for testing, go to ohiomartialarts.com testing, and you can register for your test and look at all the details. Uh, Break the Chain Volume Number 1, the rewrite is complete. It's in the final, final stages, but the uh, pre-orders are available now. You can go to ohiomartialarts.com slash break the chain to pre-order that book. I think it's going to work out very nicely. There's probably 30, maybe 40, maybe even more pages of new content. Um, it changed quite a bit, and uh, but I think for the good, even though I love the original uh, piece as well. And then uh, last but not least, I just want to again thank everybody for all of your support over the years. There have been so many wonderful teachers and volunteers and people who have done so much for the dojo and you all know who you are, and there's too many of you to name, but I just want to express my great and deepest appreciation. Thanks a lot, and have a great rest of your day.